Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to another episode of the Mystical Matchmaker Podcast. I am your host, Marla Martinson, matchmaker, author, energy healer, and coach. So it is April. Well, I'm doing this on April 27th, 2020, and we are still in lockdown. Life has changed quite a bit for all of us. And I will say that I think all of us would agree that life is really never going to be the same. We've gone through such a major shift, so many um, insights, epiphanies, um, ideas, ways of doing things different. And amidst all of the seeming chaos and um, tragedy, people losing their lives and loved ones and people getting sick, there's also a lot of interesting and positive things coming out of this, tuning into ourselves, finding out what's really important in our lives, slowing down. Everything was going so fast, wasn't it? I mean, if anybody you talk to would say, um, gosh, can you believe how time is just flying? It's already Christmas again, or it just seems like time's going so fast. And it did. It felt like we were just spinning, like my husband and I would go on um, – go to breakfast every Sunday morning. We go out for breakfast and, and we get up on Sunday morning. It's Sunday again. It feels like it, we were just going out to breakfast. It was going so fast. But it doesn't seem that way now, does it? It's just like we have all the time in the world. And uh, I hope you guys are taking that time to really work on yourselves. This is a great time to do that because when we're dating, and this show is all about um, it's especially geared to the men, but this this will work for women too. It's universal. Um, working on ourselves, raising our frequency and vibration, clearing out those blocks and patterns so that we're ready to um, move forward with someone that we love. You know, as a matchmaker for almost two decades, um, I will say that there are many, many singles, men and women, that I met 20 years ago when I first got into the matchmaking business and they are still single today. So uh, maybe you've been in a relationship for a year, six months, three months, didn't work out, maybe even got married and divorced and came back. And why is that? It's, and, and there's nothing wrong with being single, but if you want to have a life partner, you want to find that soulmate uh, relationship, then it is important to Find out what the blocks and patterns are that you keep maybe picking the same type of person um, over and over again. So I have, um, I do have uh, a little uh, affirmation here from Louise Hay's Heart Thoughts, A Treasury of Inner Wisdom, which I always like to read from. I let go of the need for this condition in my life. We create habits and patterns because they serve us in some way. Sometimes we're punishing someone or loving someone, 
it is amazing how many illnesses we create because we want to punish a parent or love a parent. For example, I'm going to have diabetes just like my daddy because I love my daddy. It may not always be on a conscious level, but when we start looking within, we find the pattern. We often create negativity because we do not know how to handle some area of our lives. We need to ask ourselves, what am I feeling sorry about? Who am I angry at? What am I trying to avoid? How will this save me? If we are not ready to let something go, really wanting to hold on to because to it because it serves us, it doesn't matter what we do, it will not work. When we are ready to, to let it go, it is amazing how the smallest thing can help release it. So then the affirmation is, if you have a habit or pattern you'd like to change, ask yourself how it serves you. What do you get out of it? If, it no lo- if you no longer had it, what would happen? Very often people say, my life would be better. Why do you believe that you don't deserve to have a better life? So just contemplate that. Um, we do hang on to, to patterns, um, even subconsciously. So now I do have a great guest for you guys. Um, it's Michael Sandler, and he's going to be joining us in um, a few minutes. But I want to talk about how dating has changed during this quarantine because there's some people in the camp where they say, I'm not going to date. I just, I'm going to wait till after. I don't even want to think about it. Um, and then there's other people who are uh, right from the get-go were like, I still want to meet people. I still want to um, be connected with people. And then there's other people who are just kind of uh, iffy about it. So, but I will say that it's been like over a month now that people are, are um, you know, in lockdown, whatever, and they're now reaching out to me, my clients, who were on hold saying, you know what, what can I do? And I'm like, people are virtual dating now. So what I'm doing is encouraging my my clients to uh, do video virtual dates. And the ones that have been doing it have been having so much fun. Um, and so you can pop on Facebook. Time, Skype, WhatsApp, uh, Facebook has a video chat option. There's Zoom. There are so many platforms now, Google Hangouts, um, that you can choose, whether you have an Android or an iPhone. And um, I'm going to share with you some virtual date ideas because after you do the one, you know, face-to-face chat on the, on the video, and you're doing that for a few times, maybe you're thinking, oh, my gosh, what, we're just sitting here looking at each other talking. So you want to have some things, other things to do to, to make it fun. Um, and first of all, I want to tell, especially the guys, the girls kind of often have this down. But, but um, guys, uh, when you're going to do a video chat, make sure that the angle of your video is good. Because I, when I FaceTime, I FaceTime with all of my clients go to their house, but more often than not, since I match people all around the country, we're doing a video chat. And there will be really weird angles, like I'm looking up their, up their nose or um, bad lighting or they're looking straight down um, or, you know, one guy had like hair all over. I thought it was he had a cat or something, hair all over his shirt. One guy was like lying in bed. So, so this is important. You know, take a shower you know, get fresh hair, whatever, um, you know, make yourself look, look uh, the best you can, put on a nice shirt and get a, a decent background. We don't want, it, want you to be in the bathroom with a towel in the back or a messy, messy room. Um, so get yourself a nice corner where it looks decent um, and then get some good lighting. 
whether you have to get, you know, just bring some lamps over or something, maybe some natural lighting, and then make sure that camera is straight, straight on, head on. Um, and that will be great. So you want to do that. You want to make a good impression because it's, it's you know, they're going to be this first date, they're going to be um, judging you and thinking, am I attracted to this person? Just like you will, because I know you guys are visual. Um, all right. So uh, Glamour Online, Glamour Magazine has some ideas, uh, virtual dates you can go on in quarantine. Um, and these are some things you can do. You can Google this. So one of them is Tour the Louvre. Museums and galleries, always the classiest of date options, are largely closed due to sweet shelter-in-place orders. But that doesn't mean you still can't get your culture on with your own private virtual tour of the world's finest curated collections. It's like your own version of a bachelor date. So a few online exhibits and virtual, virtual tours to check out, LA's Getty Museum, uh, you can do that. Um, that. Getty, I live in LA, I've been to the Getty, it's phenomenal. Um, you can do the Louvre's Decadent Galerie d'Apollone ceilings. You can do the Smithsonian's Natural History Guided Walkthrough, wouldn't that be fun? The National Women's History Museum NASA exhibit. Um, you can also live stream concerts. There's hundreds of artists performing worldwide from big stages and backyards. You can stream those. Um, let's see. You can um, invite, the third thing, this is fun, invite a guest storyteller. So, you know, you guys have been swapping stories for a few phone calls. Maybe it's time to turn this to the storytelling experts. There's a, a website called The Moth, M-O-T-H, a globally renowned event series and podcast. It features live vignettes of hu real human experiences. You'll laugh, tear up, and have some new content for your endless phone calls with your virtual lover. You can buy tickets by making a gift via the Moth website and send your date a calendar invite for showtime. That sounds so fun. Um, you can play, I love this one, play dinner delivery roulette. Partner already knows plenty about you, and you'd invite them over if you could, but instead exchange addresses for a surprise takeout night that also helps support a local business. So you set a time for delivery and schedule your favorite local dish to land on their doorstep. Watching them unbox and enjoy your favorite food and you, theirs, is perfect whether you're sharing a plate or not. So you find out ahead of time if they have what they like. Maybe they're vegan or maybe they're gluten-free or, you know, maybe they're allergic to seafood. So find out what they like to eat. Um, you can also take a long walk on a virtual beach using Google Maps. You can revisit a favorite place you've been, um, your date's old summer spot, or give even give, this is so fun, give each other a tour of your childhood neighborhoods. You can show, show them the house that you grew up in. Um, uh, let's see, you can get sweaty. There's hundreds of fitness trainers. They're live streaming their favorite workout classes. There's dance parties. Um, you can do uh, take a deep breath over meditation and tea. Uh, join, join a guided meditation um, for some there's a, uh, you could just Google guided meditations. There's My Wellbeing, that's one of the places, but there's a lot of different places. There's um, this YouTube channel called Yoga with Adrienne, A-D-R-I-E-N-N-E, -N -N -E, and you can do yoga right at home. 
trivia night. You can host some trivia night. Um, you can, I love this. This is another thing, one of my favorite things is stand-up comedy. So comedian, comedian Marissa Goldman is hosting week, weekly stand-up shows from up, up-and-comers across the industry. This digital experience takes place live between YouTube and a Google Doc as creative comedians try a pandemic-friendly format with no drink minimum. I love that. That's one thing I always didn't hated about these uh, comedy clubs was, you know, I'm not a drinker, and, and you have to buy these, like, $10 sodas or something. <laughs> your live commentary with your date during the show is a whole new kind of dis- social distance-friendly heckling Oh, my gosh, that sounds phenomenal. Okay, whoa, look at this one. BYO, bring your own whatever bottle or whatever brunch. BYO brunch for a boozy drag show. Ready to get a little wild? Drag queens are tearing up the virtual stratosphere with Drag Fest. Make a mimosa, share your screen. Cheers to your quarantine date and settle in for an amazing show. Yeah, because you guys can do, like on Zoom, I think you can share screens and you can pop, bring things up. And you just have to do a little investigating how to do it. Just Google some t- tutorials. I'm sure it's as complicated as it, it could sound to do all that together. So here's something kind of fun. Play pancakes versus waffles. In this imaginative game that exposes core identity values, you have to pick one forever. Start with waffles versus pancakes. If you choose pancakes, waffles are gone forever. Next, challenge your partner with pancakes versus french fries, or suddenly you'll be arguing whether you want to keep oral sex or public education in this mental jungle of of a future you're designing together. Someone at Middlebury College takes credit for creating the game and explains, explains it with an example script. We think the origins are more nebulous and played widely at freshman orientations and company bonding events. Yeah, so let's say you have to say, okay, what do you prefer, coffee or tea? you got to pick one that, you, you know, if you pick coffee, you can never have tea again in your life, something like that. It really helps you get to know somebody, like what they really, what's really, they're, what really they really care about, right? Um, change the world. Find the superhero in your significant other. Discover what matters most to each other and explore the local networks of folks rising up together. These local auction networks rally around dog parks and solitary confinement and everything in between. What, what do you two care about together to get involved in? Want to use your power for good against COVID-19? Check out this growing database of mutual aid networks and other communities coming together to help our neighbors in crisis. Yeah, so just um, Google local action networks or mutual aid networks, and you can find out, find out things about that. All right. Get some space. Pre-quarantine times, Arianda Granda said it best. I'm going to need space with her jam, <laughs> NASA. But have you been to space? Probably not. And if you have, wow, you are so cool if you have been up to space. But you can check out the National Women's History Museum's NASA exhibit and prepare for a virtual launch with the Space Center Houston app to the International Space Station where you can take this NASA tour. So it's it's very interesting. It's it's a whole new world out there, and we're um, going to be doing so many things different. Now, I have my guest, uh, Michael Sandler. He is the host of the incredibly popular podcast, Inspire Nation. He's also an author and a life coach. 
And Michael is going to give you single minutes and tips on what you can do to clear and reprogram your emotional blocks and thinking and move forward. Find that amazing, special someone. And he has been so kind to come on here and talk about this because he is one of the busiest people that I know. Let me bring him on. Hello, Michael. Hi, Marla. How are you? Oh, my gosh. It's so great to have you on. Woohoo! <laughs> Woohoo! <laughs> you sound a little far away. Um, I have my uh, earbuds on, um, okay. and it has the little mic on it. Um, there you go. That's, you're pretty good. You're pretty good. All right. So, Michael, um, I'm talking about before you got on, I was talk. I was given some tips about virtual dates, things people can do because we're in a whole new world right now. And uh, tell tell us about your journey to coaching and how you came to have all of the tools that you have to help people because then we're going to talk about some specifics on how we can help these guys that seem to keep uh, picking the same person but just in a different dress. (laughs) (laughs) Well, well, well put there. Um, Well, let's see if I can give you the express version of things. I was uh, a professional athlete. I trained at the Olympic Training Center. I first got into coaching athletes a very, very long time ago. Tried to make it to the Tour de France, uh, met up with a full-size Peugeot. That's another story. I've had uh, two near-death experiences, and I bring that up because um, at the time I was doing life coaching with people, and it ended up switching at that point where I felt it's not enough to help people with their careers. It's not enough to help people with one specific aspect, but instead I needed to look at the total person. And, and for myself, I'm a very spiritual being. I consider us... Uh, we're spiritual beings having human existences. I want you to look at the whole package. And so when it comes to dating or something like that, when I work with somebody, where I say is we need to dive deep on the inside. How can we help you heal your wounds, heal your blocks, and get your resonant frequency up at the highest level possible? And then and only then do you become the attractor magnet person that you want in. Because if not, you're attractor magnet to the person you don't want to bring into your life. Exactly. And I find that um, that's why I wanted to have a man on here to talk to the men because men are so visual. And in my business, it's like, it's a, you know, the men tend to keep looking for a certain look all the time. And then that is not, it's, they're not going for the inside. Any tips or insight on how a man can still be attracted, but break that pattern of always going for just that hot look, but it's never going to work out with all the other stuff. That, that's a funny one. I would say that spirituality is sexy. <laughs> First and foremost <laughs> to me. Yeah. So, so when, I, when I said it's time for me to, to, to call in my partner, and, and I had been engaged before and that hadn't worked out, um, and I'd, I'd been down this, this whole dating road myself, when I called her in, I said, I need to go to the places um, where I am, where what is most important to me is present. And it is in that kind of situation that I'll find somebody. So I said, first and foremost is spirituality. For me, that's meditation. I found my wife in a meditation center. Today, it's not necessarily the case because we've got to do things online at this time. But it's about what is that one most important thing? And then we'll get the physicality. And my wife is, is drop-dead gorgeous. I'm the luckiest man alive. 
But first and foremost, put the something deeper because the physical looks may or may not exist their whole lifetime. I've been with her 10, 11, 11 years as of next week. She has more wrinkles. She has more this. She has more that. She, to me, is 10 times, 100 times, 1,000 times more beautiful because the love has grown so deep and it's not a cliche. Uh, Yeah. And so looking for what is most important and the looks – Initially, they seem important, and particularly we are in such a visual world. We're in such an internet world, let's face it. We're in such an internet porn world, a whatever world, that the visual is what hits us and gives us the dopamine rush, but it doesn't have the stick. We need to look Mm -hmm. at what do I want for a lifetime of happiness. Yes, absolutely. Um, yeah, because I'll notice that the guys that come to me, they'll, they'll, we'll talk about their past relationships. And often it's like, well, they'll send us pictures of the woman. Yes, she's gorgeous, but oh, but then I found out she was, was an alcoholic or I found out she had daddy issues or I found out she had, you know, this and that and, and, or she spends all my money or something like that. And then they, they, but then they're, they're wanting to go for those same types of girls again and it just never works out. So Um, What are some things that they can start doing besides working with you, which I highly recommend, and we're going to get into how they can work with you because I do have a client working with you now, and I'm so thrilled about it because we're going to switch. He tends to go for the gold diggers. and What did you say? You emailed me and said uh, put up their gold digger uh, armor or kick the gold diggers or something like that. reflect them or you know uh, but some tips a few things that um, guys can start doing to you know go a little deeper and maybe break up some of those patterns like they can start working on now well it's it's and, and I want to back up just just one one sentence for a moment Marla which is which is we tend to eat we tend to ingest and we tend to attract the foods or the things into our lives at the resonant frequency that we are vibrating at. So mm-hmm. during the coronavirus time, we are going for all the junk food in the world because that tends to be the resonant frequency we are vibrating at. And so when we look and we look purely at the girl at the physical, that is the level that we're vibrating at. So we get to do the work in the inside. doesn't mean you have to stop dating. doesn't mean that you have to stop uh, having fun. But but actually, there's a lot of pain when you keep meeting the person that's not the right one. But we get to dive in on the inside. What does that mean? It means hitting the pause button, even for the busiest executive who right now, unless they're putting out fires, may actually have some time to breathe. It means dialing back, slowing down, Mm. taking a few minutes or longer to meditate each day and not be thinking about Where do I need to go? What do I need to do? How do I attract this person? Maybe the best way to attract them is not to attract them, but to actually Mm -hmm. dive into their own practice. Second, and this is where I'm going with this client that that you you, Mm -hmm. uh, suggested or, or you brought to me, and thank you so much, is we are diving into a process called automatic writing. Automatic mm-hmm. writing is a process. I use this each and every morning. This is what turned my life, actually both of our lives around when we were working our tails off and things were crashing and burning around us because we weren't plugging in to a wisdom that was greater than our own minds, than our egoic minds, than our small minds. 
And automatic writing is a process where you go into a meditative state and you go into basically prayer. You listen to maybe some theta brain entrainment music. You put pen to paper and you ask the universe for answers. You ask the universe for answers. And what happens is you start to hear beyond what the gimme, gimme, gimme little boy inside of us wants to what is in a higher, greater alignment. And so I write each morning, I ask, what do I need to know? Where am I going today? Why is this taking place with my business? Or what do I need to know for my relationship? And if you do this on a daily basis, your vibration, your level goes up, your volatility goes down, your ability to really know on a heart level what you want goes up tenfold, goes up a hundredfold by plugging into something greater than yourself each day. Einstein put it best. He said, you cannot solve a problem from the level of energy it was created, which means if your small mind, your egoic mind keeps speaking, picking the same girl time after time after time after time after time, then we need to get you out of your mind, quite literally. <laughs> yeah. And so diving into a process where we can hear from something greater. Now, if you're not spiritual, you don't have to call it God's source wisdom or God's source uh, angels. You can call it inner wisdom. I'm an angel guy, so I call, it, call in the archangels. Call it whatever you yeah. want. We all have that small, still voice inside of us that says, turn the car. And you go, oh, my God, I just avoided a child, a, a bus, a, a VW. Yeah. Tap into that voice and everything changes. Yes, I love it. And you have an um, automatic writing uh, online program for people um, yes, that yes, they can yes. order and do. Yeah. So automaticwriting.com. So okay. Automaticwriting.com, you guys. Give it a try because I've done automatic writing a lot too. And, and uh, the things that come up and come out, it's like, wow, where did that come from? So that's great. But I love how you talk because what I haven't done, Michael, which I think is brilliant, is that getting your uh, brain into that theta wave before you do it. So that's, that's really cool. Now, it, on your website. Yes. Oh, go ahead. Uh, did you want no, to no, I was just going to say about, about uh, theta brainwave state is what you're doing is if you listen to theta brainwave music, what you're doing is you're shutting down your, your frontal lobe, which is your thinking part of your mind, and you actually get into a resonant frequency where you open up the prior lobe or you open up your pineal gland and you're basically saying, all right, something greater than myself, I'm allowing you in. I'm not writing from a journaling or thinking mind point of view. Okay, great. Yeah, that opening that pineal gland is one thing that people try to do, and I guess this, I'm going to try that theta, theta wave. I do the binaural beats sometimes and things like that, the tennis thing. Um, I guess there's a lot of different yes. things we can do. Yeah. Absolutely. Go ahead. Yeah. Okay, oh, no, I was, so I was I just, just going to say things like, yep, go for it. Go for it, yeah. Marla. <laughs> you go. You go, Michael. You go. Well, it, for hemisync, they're all different techniques if it is theta brainwave music, meaning it is in training to a theta brainwave state, theta brainwave state is where all kids are pretty much before they're age seven. It's where we get in a meditation place or even more than a meditative state, because that can go to a deeper brainwave state as well. It's where we paint. It's where we draw. It's where we sing. It's where we're plugged into that creative essence where we lose track of time because we are out of our minds. 
the more time that we can spend in that space each day, and particularly as we're getting guidance, the more that will bleed through in the most positive way throughout the entire day. I love it. Now, I was looking at your website and reading the, the, the you have like 70 things, things we might not know about you or, or some, you know, some things we don't. And you said that you meditate at least two hours per day. Michael is so busy. You do like seven shows a week and you have your, you know, all these things and then you're running and you're, you know, you've got your wife. And I mean, I thought how I, I try to carve in, you know, whenever I can. And I'm like this, I need to step it up. If Michael's doing two hours a day, where, how are you, what time, just tell us a little bit about your meditation practice. So, and I'm probably going to have to update that Marla, because we're going to cut that back a little bit. What I do is I wake up in the morning now, and I, I shift gears by looking for some positives right away. And so I, I get myself into a more positive state right away because the state that you start the day is the state you're going to carry through your entire day, which also means the state you finish your day, the evening becomes so sacred, is what's going to bleed over into your morning. So I'm continuously, I call myself an alchemist now, meaning I play with energy. I'm continuously looking at our energetic state. So... I am going to start the day looking for some positives. I am going to go and do a meditation. First off, I tend to do a, at this point, um, particularly because of all the challenges on the planet right now, I've been doing a heart math-based meditation or a heart coherence meditation. And I actually use a little app and a little device on my ear to watch whether I'm in a state of heart coherence or not, meaning a state where I am deep into my heart. I do that for 20 or 30 minutes, and then I go into my automatic writing, which is a meditative state, and I will write from anywhere to 30 minutes to an hour or more at this point. And so I've been in that meditation, that theta brainwave entrainment meditation for that period of time, but while writing and letting words Mm -hmm. from the universe come to me. Then I go into a meditative state before each of my coaching clients, and particularly, like last night, I was on the mic with people for YouTube Live on our Inspire Nation show ch- YouTube channel. I was on the mic for mm-hmm. two, two and a quarter hours, and I put myself into that theta brainwave state. And then I did a meditation with everybody in that theta brainwave state. And then when going to bed, I'm going to put myself back into a meditative state, just sending out love to everyone while I'm going to sleep. Key point. When I'm coaching, I'm continuously, I almost always have my beads in my hand, and I'm saying, Mm -hmm. I send love, I send love, I send love. I am trying to stay in that meditative state as much of the day as I can, particularly when I'm working with others. It grounds me. It makes me more present. And it allows me to hear words from the universe or from our inner wisdom, if you want to say, that I wouldn't be able to hear if I was just racing to say, what do I say next? How do I respond to this? Or was playing a tennis game with a coaching client rather than being fully present with them. Oh my gosh, that is amazing. You are one of the most, I mean, I meet a lot of people. I listen to podcasts. I have a lot of guests on my show, my YouTube show, and you are one of the most dynamic and amazing and positive person I've, I've come across. You're just amazing. What, um, what time do you get up in the morning to start your morning routine? 
It was earlier pre-coronavirus because I find that we are all connected to the field, and we can call that, uh, uh, the, the quantum physicists might call it a quantum field, or somebody like uh, Irvin Laszlo, a two-time Nobel Prize nominee, he calls it the Akashic field. We're all plugged into the energy of everybody around us. What does that mean? Mm -hmm. It means we're either exhausted right now as a collective or we're, we're, I call it Christmas freaky peaky energy we have right now. Christmas Mm -hmm. and that we don't necessarily have any place we get to be right now. And freaky peaky because we feel the nervousness of everybody around us. What does that mean? It means we need more sleep to buffer that energy. So prior to coronavirus, I was getting up in the 430 range. Uh, start of coronavirus, I was getting up in the 6.30 range, and now I'm back out, down to about 5.40 or so. I'm letting my body tell me what it needs. I still put myself to sleep relatively early, always before 10, because that's when you get your deepest night sleep. If you go to bed after 10, no matter how long you sleep, it's not the same quality, which is why you feel like you got hit by a truck. But when it's when the energies are quiet, I'm going to get up in that 4, 4.30 hour, what I call the holy hour, which when I meditate yeah. and when I write, I get the most profound words of wisdom. Oh, that's amazing if you can do that. Some people, I've, I've got a husband who likes to watch TV until about 1 in the morning and the TV's in the bedroom. <laughs> oh. So it's, it's a little challenging there to get that, uh, to, to uh, get up early, you know, but um, we've got to work with what we can do, right? But that's, that's fantastic. That's great. All right. We, we do. And, um, and my wife, yep, yeah, go ahead. No, your wife, what? I, 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 I call her the Pookie and, and Pookie likes to stay up later than me. And so I've got my eye mask on and I do what I can, but in this specifically in this coronavirus time, I find there's something so soothing about having her next to me that even if she stays up late and I go to bed early, I don't tend to fall asleep until she's there next to me. I think we all want extra nurturing love and, and somebody by our side during this time, which, which is why it's such an interesting topic we're having here today. It is. There's a lot of people who are single and live alone, and they're just feeling so lonely. Um, if they have a pet, that's, that's great. But that's why um, before you came on, Michael, I was giving a bunch of um, ideas for virtual dates. You know, people can tour a museum together, or they can play games, or they can – the one fun thing is sending each other a dinner that they've ordered for the other person, and you don't know what it is, and you open it up, and you both eat together. There's a lot of um, – creative things we can be doing it's so important to connect right now and but it is that it is I feel that that energy of the collective the first week that this was going on I was I thought I'm going to get so much done because most of my clients went on hold and I I was just kind of sitting around and almost you know and I thought what's going on and I thought well I'm an energy worker and I'm um, very sensitive and I could feel all that heaviness of the whole collective so um yeah we've got to uh, be be gentle with ourselves and this is time to dive deep. And if you have some time, you guys, do some coaching sessions with Michael. Michael, just before I let you go, because I know you're you're so busy, but um, tell tell everybody how how they can work with you and kind of what it looks like. Um, and uh, and just and everybody, Michael's link to connect with him on his website is back on Blog Talk Radio or in iTunes there in the show notes. Fantastic, and, and yeah, it's. Yeah. InspireNationShow.com backslash coaching. You can find out about my coaching services. And, and I challenge people. I go deep. I am a kind, gentle, easy, good guy, which means I'm not the Tony Robbins kind of rah-rah guy, although I'm high energy. I'm really high energy. 
But, um, <laughs> but I want to help get you into alignment. I want you to dive deep. I'm not a coach who says, do this, do that, and then do the other thing, because I'd be wrong. I need you to connect with your inner wisdom. Your inner wisdom knows everything. I'm going to help you to dive deep, connect with that inner wisdom, remove the wounds or blocks that are causing you to repeat patterns or shoot yourself in the foot because we all have those energetic patterns. And then we're going to look like I'm sitting outside right now in Colorado. I've got a 14,000-foot peak behind me. I've got another 11,000-foot peak across the valley. And I'm watching as we started this, a raven started coming overhead. Um, Yesterday I said um, it's hummingbird day, but it turns out the first hummingbird didn't appear for the year yesterday. It appeared right now while I'm on this call, which is a sign and symbol. I teach people how to look. We're all shaman. A shaman means to see clearly. We're all connected to the earth. Even if we have been trained to be disconnected in our modern society, we're all connected. And as Jung said, we are, the dream world is the waking world. The waking world is the dream world. So when I work with you with coaching, I look for the signs, the symbols, the synchronicities, the lessons from the universe and say, what can we learn from them to help carry you forward? And then I build momentum. We don't do just one session. I build momentum over a period of time to have you on fire, but living your true authentic self. And that is what's so important right now is we are going through, we can call it a global detox. Everything that was under the surface is rising up. All of our wounds as individuals and as a collective are coming back up to the surface. But it's also a global NDE or near-death experience. What does that mean? It means we can't go back. We're too awake. We're too aware. We may have a hell of a lot of PTSD coming through this, but there is no going back to the old, and you can't live that way. You are required, in my opinion, to live your true, authentic self. And if you want to attract a girl, the right girl into your life, you are required to live your true, authentic self. Because if not, then the only girl who's going to be attracted to you is the one who is out of alignment and bringing her false self too. And your false self and her false self are going to have a dance until the thing implodes. But if you are your true, authentic self and we get to dive deep and understand who that is, then that's who you're going to attract into your life as well. Phenomenal. I love it. Thank you. And Michael, thank <laughs> you for thank you for joining Thank you for joining me on the Mystical Matchmaker podcast. And everyone, um, go check Michael out and be safe. Have fun. Don't stop dating. Get on those uh, get on the um, matchmaking sites and then make some virtual dates. And I'm sending everyone much love. Thanks everybody. Until next time. Bye now. Bye, Michael. Thank you. <laughs> Keep shining bright, Marla. Yeah. Woohoo! Thank you. Woohoo! Talk soon. <laughs> Take care.